1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
2: Parents can now post anything on Facebook and not worry about embarrassing their kids. They'll tell you how that's being done. Also, Crocs with built-in tube socks. Oh, goody. (laughs) Yay, I love it. It is Friday, the 1st of June, 2018. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your... News that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. Before we get to those stories, today is National Donut Day.
1: Happy National Donut Day to you! And
2: Dunkin' Donuts' famous mascot Sprinkles is here. Mm-hmm. He's made a, a big coffee and donuts delivery.
1: Very nice of
3: Sprinkles. He's a pop quiet, in. donut. Yeah, he yeah. Is. he's so cute though, and tall. Mm-hmm. And we
2: will post pictures as soon as they're available. But uh, yeah, it's it, you know it's funny. Uh, like every day, it feels like it's a made-up holiday. But I got to be honest with you, I think this is the best one of all.
1: <laughs> I agree. You know, made-up or not, we don't give a rip.
2: Yeah, like no offense, but National Clean Out Your Fridge Day is just not as much fun as no. National Donut Day. Agreed. Anyway, uh, just a few results though from the survey in honor of today's holiday. Uh, more than half of people say their opinion of a coworker would actually improve if they would just bring Dunkin' Donuts to the office. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: have a friend who would uh, bring donuts in once a week every Friday and it became a thing that they they started after a while waiting for them to show Uh up and he was like. Hey, someone else can maybe participate in this. It's not like a regular thing. I'm not bringing them in in every
2: Friday. Uh, 91% of Americans either love or like donuts. The remaining 9% either didn't understand the question or there's something wrong with them. Uh, 10 most popular flavors on the board. Glazed at number one, followed by Boston cream, chocolate frosted, jelly, chocolate cake, maple, blueberry, bear claw, powdered sugar, Man and uh, the pink frosted that I'm eating right now, <laughs> and uh, today is also very exciting too. Because and I didn't. It's not that I forgot that it was National Donut Day, but she surprised me with a free donut because I purchased a beverage, and that's what they're doing at uh, the 45 Dunkin' Donut locations throughout Greater Cincinnati, including Northern Kentucky and Southeast Indiana. Seven in Dayton, still growing, celebrating National Donut Day. By offering guests a free classic donut of their choice while supplies last with the purchase of any beverage, that offer is good today on National Donut Day. Happy day. It's also National Go Barefoot Day.
1: Is it really? Mm -hmm. Well, let's do it.
2: You can eat your free donut.
1: Barefoot. Barefoot.
2: (laughs) There you go. All right. Excuse me. Pretty soon. Uh, the only people left on Facebook are going to be like 78-year-olds sharing various conspiracy theories and pictures they can't tell are photoshopped because look at where it's going. According to a new survey by the Pew Research Center, teenagers, they just don't care about Facebook anymore. 51% of them say they use Facebook, but only 10% say they use it more than any other social network. That is a big drop in just three years. In the same survey in 2015, Uh, About three quarters of teenagers said they used Facebook, and 41% said they used it the most often. But today, in 2018, YouTube, Snapchat, and Instagram are much more popular with teenagers today. 85% use YouTube, 72% use Instagram, 69% use Snapchat, and 82% use one of those three more than any other social network. They also really don't care about Twitter. Uh, in fact, only a third of them ever even use Twitter. Wow. And only 3% of teens say it is their top social network. So I don't know if that means that they will eventually grow into it as they get older or if Twitter is on the back end. And if you've got a lot of money to spend on looking ridiculous, then ooh, baby, If we got a product for you. A fashion mm-hmm. company in New York called Alfie just teamed up with... Crocs, yes, to make you guessed it, <laughs> luxury Crocs.
1: I love my Crocs with rocks, so why not get
3: some Crocs with socks? Because they're ridiculous.
2: <laughs> well, I wouldn't say they're ridiculous, they, ugly maybe, but I would, you know, they're, they're so they're, They do Are you protect your feet. That
3: you don't like the ones that you wear around your house that I gave you. No, and I don't wear them. In actuality, <laughs> the only time I ever wore them was right after I had the baby. And my feet were so swollen. They were the only things that I could get my sausages into. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
0: Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe Every day at sax.com. What's I funny? i am around the hospital.: oh.
2: See, Jen is, is the resident enthusiast. It's not enough for her to just like <laughs> them and wear them she has to sell them she's got no, to promote them
1: everybody she wants everybody on the bandwagon joy. i know that i am i have found something that brings me great joy and makes me very happy
3: i know these things though I, I just don't know if you should be wearing them <laughs> i'm going to post a picture and they uh, will have people vote.
2: Yeah, these are uh, these are white Crocs with tube socks built in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're selling for one hundred forty dollars, guys. I just
1: want to know how you wash them because it does look like the sock is sewn into the shoe. It looks connected. Oh yeah, no, yeah. they are.
2: They are. They are built in. Yeah, they all go on sale in two weeks at Alfie New York, but you can simulate the Crocs <laughs> with socks look right now for a lot less. You know, why not just no, do that? it
1: isn't the same when you do it at home.
2: Why? Well, You're going to spend $140 just so that they're say connected? I that
1: I was going to do that, but no, they are different. They are mildly to moderately different I when still, they're a designer craft. I
4: still say that we need to bring the glue gun in. I'll go pick some rocks out of the parking lot. We'll bring in some crocks. Okay. You bring in some socks, and we'll just do like some crocky, crafty crap.
3: She won't wear and. those, though. No,
2: to, they're to sell. You could make a fortune because there are plenty of people like you who will pay that kind of money. Mm. Honestly, would, that's all you need yeah. is a glue gun.
4: I'll put them on my Etsy page.
2: <laughs> do you have it? Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> I don't have it. Oh.
1: <laughs> are you going that to would pay be awesome,
3: though? the 145 for these? I just don't know what
1: I'm going to do. This is weeks away. They're not in the store yet. I'm going to have to, that's a to yeah. see. Wait and see. Mm. I love my Crocs with crystals that I wore to the The wedding. The bad
3: part is, is that they're only one color. So if you don't like white with the white tube sock, then you are just out of luck. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, the National Spelling Bee wrapped up last night. And even though basically every post on social media tells us otherwise, according to a new survey, 43% of people say they're actually better than average at spelling. 42% say they're about average, and only 11% admit that they're bad at spelling. Oh, I'm horrible. I'm good at spelling the words I use every day, like is (laughs) Ah. and the.
4: But man, when I type out sure, I have to look at it a few times and make sure that it's correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is it S-U-R-E or the microphone brand (laughs) S-H-U-R-E? You know, what's funny, though.
3: I get so mad at autocorrect because when I want to write, you know, a cuss word or something, I know that I am spelling the way that I want it to spell. Right. And how many times have you popping up? And I'm like, I am trying to say Fritch. This is my name. Put it in your memory and let's move on. How
4: many times in the world do people say the word ducking?
3: Yes. <laughs> Never.
1: Never. Never. I didn't even realize that was an actual word. It's not. Is it supposed to be a verb? We go ducking? Probably. Maybe like I'm
4: ducking underneath the chair. Oh, oh that no. kind of ducking. All right.
1: <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> think about that.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, this is how the 2018 Scripps Spelling Bee runner-up Lost she could not spell a word that I don't even know that I can pronounce. I'm going to try it. It's. It looks like Bewustenslage. Bewustenslage. <laughs> I know I butchered it, it but let's like see. A
3: foreign word.
2: Yeah, I wonder if it's. Ju- German, maybe. Is that
3: on the menu at Mecklenburg Gardens? I think so.
2: It could be. It's a state of (laughs) consciousness or a feeling devoid of sensory components. Bewusstseinslager. Let me see what it really sounds like.
5: (laughs) Bewusstseinslager.
2: Wow.
1: (laughs) It's German, yeah, bewusst.
2: Okay, well, we got the... uh,
1: Oh, my God. I love it. How are you even supposed... What if you don't speak German? Are you just supposed to know? Well, you see, that's the thing. These word people they know they ask for the origin and the can you please repeat
2: the
5: word
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> would you please because <laughs> I- i'm sitting here looking at it and i still can't pronounce it
5: bewusst lager
0: may I please have the definition
5: a state of consciousness or a feeling devoid of sensory components.
0: Can I have all the what? information, please?
5: It's a noun. It's from an originally German word.
0: B-E-W-U-S-T. Oh,
2: she missed one S.
0: S-S-E-I-N-S-L-A-G-E. Be-
2: she flip-flopped the hmm. double S, but if she... Everything else was right. If you can believe that, which I think is still pretty amazing.
0: Bewusstseinslager?
5: <hatte> Bewusstseinslager is spelled B-E-W-U-S-S-T-S-E-I-N-S-L-A-G-E.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
5: Right. Wow. Peace out. What Oh,
2: Karthik nemani is the kid who won uh, the Scripps spelling bee. Oh, okay. Yeah.
5: Karthik Namani?
2: No, that's not a word you have to spell, Jen. That's his name. I was going to say, dang. If you spell
5: this next word correctly, we will declare you the 2018 (sighs) Scripps National Spelling Bee Champion.
3: Did you guys ever watch that movie, Calm Air? A
5: long time ago. So
3: the guy that plays like the really, really evil person sounds like this guy. He's like a really well-known actor, and I cannot think of his name, but he's so evil in that movie. It's just having these weird flashbacks.
1: Well, I'll tell you that Justin Bateman movie, if you've not seen that yet, I think it's Bad Words where he's an adult that's competing in all of these kids spelling bees.
3: Oh. Yeah. Is it it's, horrible?
1: Oh, he's hilarious, you know. Uh. Well, you know, Justin Bateman and I have a bit of a history. And there's a little bit of a love affair there, but hysterical.
2: John Malkovich, that's who you're thinking of. Yes,
3: doesn't he sound like that guy?
2: Yeah, Fritz thinks the guy at the Scripps Spelling Bee is John Malkovich.
5: (laughs) Karthik Nemani, if you spell this next word correctly, we will declare you the 2018 Scripps National Spelling Bee champion.
2: Mm. If you get it wrong, I will eat you.
5: Exactly! (laughs) Koinonia,
4: Koinonia, may I have the definition?
5: Intimate spiritual communion Mm. and participative sharing in a common religious commitment and spiritual community.
4: May I have the language of origin? Greek. Koinonia. K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A.
3: Koinonia. That is correct.
2: There you go.
3: I saw the kid when he was doing the spelling bee. I don't know if you guys saw this on the TV or not, but he was writing the word in his hand as he was going. So he could visualize Mm. the Mm -hmm. sound as well as try to figure it out all together. And he even like backed up once and was like,
2: yeah, what's really interesting about that to your point fridge is listening to it. He sounded kind of unsteady and unsure of himself until What's the origin when he says Greek? All of a sudden, you just launch right into it with this confidence that, yeah, that is kind of weird, isn't it?
5: Intimate spiritual communion and participative sharing in a common religious commitment and spiritual community.
4: I have the language of origin. Mm -hmm. Greek. Koinonia. K O I N O N I A. That is correct.
2: Yeah, and that's the first and last time you'll ever hear or use that word again in your life. <laughs>
1: and you know what I wonder? I wonder if that guy that's saying all the words and giving them the words, is he just, you know, Alex Trebeking it? And yes. Asking, you know, does he, yeah, he doesn't know. He, does he have any idea what no. these, you know? But
3: uh-uh. they should use former winners, you know, former spelling bee champions mm-hmm. to do that job. Because then it's like you know validation.
0: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our show. Good champion in Jeff and Jeff and Jeff. Happy to welcome you to our program as well. Here are the categories. First off, Jeff, 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 and Jeff.
3: Um, let's try Jeff for two hundred.
0: Jeff. Jeff.
3: What is Jeff? Yes. Um Jeff for four hundred.
5: Jeff. Jeff. What is Jeff? That's right. Jeff for six hundred.
0: Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff. What is San Francisco? No. Jeff. What is Jeff? Right again. Jeff for a thousand. Jeff, 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 Jeff. And that would be Jeff.
2: What is it, Fritching?
3: Yes. What? Nothing. I can't talk about it. I'm just annoyed now.
2: (laughs) Did you learn something about someone that disappointed you? Yes.
3: Yes. Two somethings in a row.
2: Yeah. What's the matter with people? Not the first time that's happened to Jen.
3: (laughs) So true. I was actually really upset because I never have a Fritch category on Jeopardy. And that's one of my favorite shows. I'm sorry. Maybe someday they'll have a Frishes.
2: But there you have Alex once again sounding like he knows everything there everything is to know. that's going on. Right. Uh, 741, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Here's some proof that sometimes voting really just comes down to who's got the cooler name. There is a woman mm-hmm. in Smyrna, Georgia, and her real name is Sandra Bullock. Uh-huh. And no, she is not the Sandra Bullock. This Sandra Bullock is a retired database administrator. And anyway, after the presidential election in 2016 and the Women's March in January of last year, she was inspired to get involved. So she ran for the Democratic nominee with no political experience at all. Mm-hmm. She ran for the Democratic nomination for uh, a seat in the Georgia House of Representatives. But she didn't really do anything after that. Like, she didn't meet with any voters. She didn't raise any money. She didn't do any campaigning. <laughs> yeah, she pretty much did, filed the papers and kind of sat back and did nothing. That's kind of awesome. You see where this is going, oh, right? Yeah, she won, I'm sure. Yeah. She not only won, she won the primary handily. She got 58% of the vote. And <laughs> her opponent, a guy by the name of Eric Allen, who actually did try. This guy worked his butt off. He was out there shaking hands, kissing babies, and doing the work. He only got 42%. Unfortunately, we are not going to get to see if Sandra Bullock's name value can carry her to another win. She withdrew from the race for health reasons on Wednesday, so under Georgia law, Eric gets the nomination after all. Oh, jeez. That's too bad. I know. All right. There is a guy by the name of Brett Bland. Brett works at an Acura dealership in League City, Texas. And he had a ton of trouble over the past few years with his boss, a guy named Jeremy Pratt. So Brett says that Jeremy would reinforce dominance over his subordinates by doing things like taunting them. He was a bully? Yes. He would pinch their nipples, pass gas in their offices, and, and then shutting the door to hotbox the smell.
1: I mean, the, we're talking about grown-ups here, right? These yeah. are grown-ups working at a car dealership. Yes. These aren't teenage boys.
2: Right. So, Jeremy, the uh, the boss, ended up getting fired after he sent a text to a bunch of employees with a joke about Brett being a sex offender. Mm. Okay. Sounds reasonable. Brett is not a sex offender. And that was a really cruel joke. That's one of those bells you can't unring. But Brett says that his other bosses seemed to resent him because Jeremy got fired, even though Jeremy brought this on himself. The other bosses were in Jeremy's corner. They were. And they even let Jeremy hang around the dealership, even after he got canned, just so he could harass people. Oh, my God. I what know. What's the matter with these people? Seriously. So Brett just filed a uh, defamation suit against Jeremy and the dealership. He didn't specify how much money he's looking for, but we'll continue to watch this, but Hostile work environment. Boy, I'll tell you what, junior high just never ends for, for some, some people. For some people, huh? it does. Holy <laughs> mackerel.
4: Especially, too, for the people that, if you were there getting your car service, just sitting in the lobby waiting for uh-huh. your oil change, wouldn't you think to yourself, I'm going somewhere else next time? If
1: I see that happening, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. I don't want to do business yeah. with these no people, no. No kidding. Meanwhile, a group of kids from Boise, Idaho just had... The two biggest accomplishments of their lives in the span of two days. They're a football team. They're all between 12 and 14 years old. And on Monday, they were in San Jose, California, where they won the National Championship for American Youth Football. But they did something even more impressive on Tuesday when they were driving home to Idaho. You may have seen this on the news. A Jeep rolled over in front of their vans on Route 95 near Jordan Valley, Oregon. The kids got out, pulled a guy out of the car who was trapped, and then, check this out, they worked together to lift up the Jeep so they could rescue the woman who was stuck inside. Wow, that's impressive. Their coach says he is more than proud of the team because it was never a question of whether or not they'd stop to help. They just got out of the car like they were supposed to do that all between 12 and 14 years old. It's amazing what they accomplished when they work together. What a great bunch of kids.
1: Great bunch of kids and a great lesson for them, something they will never forget. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.